What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Good morning. Happy fucking Thursday. Thursday. Woo! <laughs> you know, I said it with confidence saying you're like, is it? I was it? confused. And then last one, I was like, is it Monday? We, we, be, we, we be fucking shit up. And we have an empty calendar sitting behind I know, what the us. fuck? It's because ever since we started our note, we share a note on like the iPhone app. And we don't need, we don't need our calendar anymore. But maybe we should put it. We should. When we yeah. get a little more busy. Yeah, right now we're not more, busy. A little more on our calendar. <laughs> I just like, I have a calendar, but there's nothing on it. <laughs> Aaliyah's like, Ma, your little, the tiny calendar app? Yeah. She's like, oh my God, Ma, you have a lot of things. I'm like, no, it's all the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the all the holidays come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not busy. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> discovered this morning, you guys. I didn't know this, but if you listen on Apple Podcasts, we're not doing this, but... Because it's in our title today, it looks funny. But they censor us, Apple Podcasts. How, how, how dare you, Apple? <laughs> like, in our episode that went up today, it has asshole in the title. And, and it, it's like, just all stars. And- <laughs> yeah. That's so, pretty funny. I didn't even realize I did that until today. Um, it, maybe it could be like, hmm, I wonder why they're blocking them. It could be like an... Uh, uh, um, a clickbait, yeah, like a clickbait thing. We <laughs> just we're not doing. Air. We're not doing it, people. They are. <laughs> Thanks, Apple. <laughs> Thanks, Apple. Thanks for the extra Thanks love and care. So much. <laughs> um, it's been an eventful couple days, you guys. It sure has been. Holy guacamole! Holy guacamole is right. Um, our apartment flooded, <laughs> and it stinks. I had my I had my niece and my nephew. And a couple of their friends come down to visit us from Kansas. Mm-hmm. And it was like, beach day. Like, that's all they... My nephew never saw a beach. He's never seen the ocean. And they just wanted to go to the beach. Aww. And then, of course, here comes the remnants of Hurricane Elsa, who decided she wanted to come to us that weekend. So between a shitty experience, although it was great, but yeah. then poor Alyssa and Zane's oh place God. flooded. It was so bad. We had to rip up the one in our bedroom. So the carpet in our bedroom is gone. But I was actually kind of happy about it because low-key, I fucking hate the carpets like so much. If I could go back when we did renovations, I would 100% do no carpets. So your girl was happy to rip it up. Zane was like, but what if we do this? What if we do that? We were going to call in professionals. And I'm like, I personally, I'd rather just fucking rip it up. Leave the concrete, paint it, put an area rug and call it a day. So that's what we did in the Folks, bedroom. it looks beauts. Oh, thanks. Beauts. It's gorgeous. It's like a whole, something so simple. But uh, it yeah. made such a huge difference. It's a vibe. Yeah, totally. Yeah, carpet just makes things look old school. Yeah. You know? And I just feel like it upgraded it. It looks like a cool industrial New York City spot. It does. It definitely does. Yeah. It definitely does. And very, it was not difficult. Pretty. Well, it's because you're a, <laughs> she's a boss ass, <laughs> work hard kind of gal. And I love that. Oh, thanks. But I do. It, it turned out beautiful though. When you yeah. called me down here yesterday, it was like, you know, I was anticipating what it to look like, but it mm-hmm. looks much better. Wait till I get the rug in there too. It's gonna It'll just add another like texture, another uh-huh. like color, like balance it out so it's not so like dark. Yeah, you know? Yeah. No, it's so pretty. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. Like, we're not gonna be here that much longer. Let's do something fun and like different. Like, let's paint the paint the floor black. Like, fuck it. Great. <laughs> something different and cool. And our bedroom, honestly, is like my favorite like uh room in terms of decor. Mm-hmm. Like it's the the most me mm-hmm. of my style right now. Cause our kitchen is very farmhouse, how we did it with all the wood and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like 
I'm not going to redo the counters and shit, you know? So the bedroom is kind of like my little spot where it's like my vibe. Like it's industrial. It's got the metal black accents. It's light and airy, but it also is like super cozy. Like I just love our bedroom. And I think that was like the touch that I needed in there because it was like half my vibe. But now I feel like it. it's like, I don't know, I love it in there now. It's so pretty. Thanks. So yeah, that was that was an event for the last few days. Zane and I were just like sure fucking carpet shampooing and ripping up carpets and painting. But The grind. Yeah, but I would do it for the next two rooms if I had to. Like mm-hmm. that's how much I love it so much better. Like it's, to me it's worth it. I agree. The, it is. The problem is, so basically if you guys aren't familiar, um, we have... Uh, Two bedroom apartment, but one of them is an office. And so um, Zane is a music producer, my boyfriend. I'm like, who's new? I don't know. Who watches the <laughs> vlogs? Who knows enough? What do I say here? I don't know. Um, They're like, no shit. Less. I know. No shit. We I know. know. <laughs> but like, I, people start listening no, every week. So right. it's like, no, you never no. know. Right. Um, anyways, he's a music producer. So we've had the carpet in here since we moved in. And basically, Obviously, the sound has to be very particular. Literally, his speakers are set up to the millimeter, and he just calibrated them. He, like, um, uses, like, this microphone, and he has to stand a certain, like, amount away from the speakers. Like, so particular, right? So he's like, I am not moving my setup again. He has all the wires propped up, all his lights. Like, he has, like, lights that go to the music. Like, it's a, it's, it would be a pain in the ass. It but, really would be. But I told him, I'm like, I fucking understand because I wouldn't want to do that either. I'm like, let's, we can cut around all the furniture and lift it up a little bit at a time. Like that razor blade makes it easy, you know, mm-hmm. and just like pull the carpet out. That's what we did under the bed. It's just the recalibrating of everything because that sound quality, less a carpet. Exactly. It's going to be more echoey. It's yes. going to affect the whole. For sure. And I would put a giant area rug in here and he's mm-hmm. like, Listen, I have a lot of acoustics on the walls. Like, if we put the big area rug, like, I'm sure it would be decently fine. Mm-hmm. It just would be different. But um, I think, I don't think it's more the sound, actually. I think more for him is getting around everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The work of it. But I told him, I'm like, I understand. I'll help you do that. Like, no problem at all. I think in here would be sick with no carpet. Like, it would make it look so much more like like an office, you know? And mm-hmm. like, but I get it, the sound. Um so yeah, Zane's been trying to save the carpet. We yesterday we carpet shampooed it, and um, it's actually getting a little bit better. So, but the the bedroom was not savable. It it was a lake. It was like Niagara. It, it was. I mean, literally, just come down here and splash in puddles. Oh yeah, I, no, I, I sent a message to Alyssa. I mean, Aaliyah. I was like, oh shit. Because she was like, Ma, where are you? And I'm like, downstairs. I said, mm-hmm. holy shit, it flooded. And I'm like, wait, yeah. you want to go to Splish Splash? Come downstairs. <laughs> Splish Splash is For a local free. water park in Long Island. So yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, you want to go to Splish Splash? Just come on. Put your bathing suit on. Come down. <laughs> dip your feet in the pool. Because that's exactly what it was down here. It's yeah. pretty bad. So yeah. um, luckily... No, and- it looks beautiful, so yeah, it was meant to be. I know. I, I was excited. I'm like, we can rip it up. No problem. Let's do it. <laughs> I had no problem doing it. Um, is a, luckily, DIY dad came through and put, like, this concrete slab outside that's, like, angled with, like, um, a hole in the ground and, like, a drain. Mm-hmm. So, you said it poured last night? Bad. Oh, yeah. Quick, though. It was, like, it came down, and then it stopped, and then it came down again. But I oh. think this whole... We're in hurricane season, so we're yeah. getting a ton shit shit ton of water, mm-hmm. rain. I mean, nothing came in, so yeah. 
Whether it was just not enough rain or that thing worked, whatever it was. Combination. I'll take it. Yeah, no, I'm sure DIY dad fixed it. Yeah. Can I help you? You want to be on the podcast? You do? Okay, bye. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's what my last few days have been like. Um, so that was some bad news, but it turned into good news because I'm happy that we did it. And also, like, I love projects like that, so I had fun doing it. It was actually pretty good timing, too, because I don't have too much going on. Right. Like, if it was like we were leaving for a trip in a few days or something along those lines, or like we had our monthly cooking scheduled, like, luckily it was, like, kind of empty because we had just gotten back from Montauk, and I was just, like, chill. Uh-huh. So it like it was kind of like nice for me. It was like good timing, you know. The only thing that it interrupted was the day that it happened. I went to a dinner. I did like a, not a dinner, but I went to the beach and did like a mini meetup with some of you guys. So I was like carpet shampooing all day and then had to get ready and go to a dinner, whereas I should have definitely stayed home and continued doing it. Mm-hmm. So I had a break for that, but it was fine. It wasn't but a big deal. Sometimes you need the break. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Maybe I wouldn't have enjoyed it that much if I didn't have a break. <laughs> yeah. I just kept going. Overwhelmed. Um, but minus all that bad news, Jerry's got good news for you guys. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Girls and boys, I got the date. August 3rd. Mm. So I want all your prayers. Good if they're vibes. new. I am getting my implant of the spinal cord stimulator. Mm. And I can't wait. I'm... A nervous wreck. Obviously, you guys know me. I mean, I guess any surgery is nerve-wracking. This one is uh, a pretty rough recovery and uh, pretty long. They're saying like 12 weeks. Um, But I bet within the first few, you'll feel like a little bit back to normal. I don't think you'll be bedridden for 12 weeks. No, no, I don't think so either. I'm a tough cookie, you know, so I just don't want to mess anything up. But um, I, (laughs) I had... Aaliyah read to Alyssa yesterday. I was Googling um, in one of the groups, like, what I should be prepared for, like, things I should have handy. Like, they say, like, a bidet, because there's uh, (laughs) a bidet, little, like, butt wipes with a little thing, you know, like, all little handy shit. Like, make sure you have, like, paper plates so you're not standing up doing dishes. Just, like, frozen meals ready kind Mm -hmm. of shit. Like, get prepared. But one of the... um, One of the question one of the answers the responses to what should i be prepared for somebody is like well it depends on if you're having a laminectomy or not because if you are be prepared to feel like you got ran over by a 16 wheeler and then the budweiser horses drag you around (laughs) the mud for about 10 days ow and i'm like yes that's what i have to look forward to but i appreciate her um honesty (laughs) (laughs) um i am going to see my surgeon in two days. So I will ask him in comparison to my first surgery because I also had a laminectomy with my first surgery. Mm. But now obviously I'm having a, a battery implanted, wires shoved up there. Oh. I have I have a thing being sewn into my muscle. Oh. So there's a few different things happening and um, I want to ask him honestly because he's, he's, very, he's very honest, you know? And I want to ask him like in comparison to my last one, how rough is it? Mm-hmm. And... You know, I need to know stuff like how soon after can I drive and how soon after can I, you know, do certain things like take a shower, (laughs) wash my hair, like all these things I'm going to need to know. So as I'm thinking of questions, I'm writing them down so I don't forget to ask them when I go on Wednesday. Literally bring a note. 
Yeah, I haven't. I'm yeah. leaving it because yeah. I, I can't, you know. Aliyah actually starts band camp the Monday after my surgery. So it's like somebody else might have to bring I'll have her. to be drawing yeah. her. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, so I'm definitely on the lookout for some prayers and good well wishes, everything I need, it all coming my way because you, Jerry's a scared little bitch right now. Scared but so excited. So excited. The fact that oh. I could just get my life back and walk again, you know, like just walk. Like when I had that trial and I was able to like walk good, you know, I can't not be in all that pain. Like Mm -hmm. today I'm suffering. Yesterday I told Liz I was suffering. Today Mm -hmm. I'm suffering. I think the humidity levels are just through the roof right now. Yeah. And um, I'm on the verge of tears because it hurts so bad. So the fact that I'm going to be able to cut so much of this pain away, I had with my trial a 70... 70, 75% reduction of pain, you know? Wow. I'll take it. Yep. Any reduction I'll take. And the fact that I I was just walking better and, you know, it's going to do f- very good for me mentally, mm-hmm. physically, of course, but mentally as well because from being a person who just do, 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 do to not being able I to do. I can't do anything, you know? It kind of it kind of wears on you mentally as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. Nervous but excited. You're so I will the finish line, man. Yeah. So I will definitely like I said, take any of your take it all. Give me it all. Positive mm-hmm. vibes, well wishes, prayers. I I'm accepting all of them, guys. Mm-hmm. Which um, perfect timing speaking of. Speaking of, <laughs> if Alyssa wants to read this, <laughs> you want me to? <laughs> yeah, because I am tired of hearing myself, but also because it's a little Not not <laughs> not tired. No, I'm not tired. <laughs> She's like, yeah, shut the fuck me. up, Jerry. <laughs> Wait, yesterday? <laughs> so, yes, Bella is my oldest my oldest cat. She's got a weak stomach. Sometimes she throws up a little bit when she eats too fast and gets excited. So, yesterday she threw up, and I was doing 500 million things. And, like, I saw it. I just didn't get to it yet. And so Zane <laughs> picks it up, and he's like, don't worry, Bella. I'll pick up your throw up. Like that. And I'm like, don't worry, Bella. Mommy's just doing 500 million things. He's like, no, no, I meant, like, because she threw up again. Like, like, he's like, but I see how that came across that way. <laughs> he was like, I literally was saying it to her, like, don't worry, Bella, I'll clean up your throw up. But you took but it as, I- like, he was like, because you didn't pick it up Because he knew yet. I saw it. Like, he knew that I saw it. So he was like, I was like, don't worry, Bella, mommy's doing 500 million things and didn't get to it yet. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I can see. He's like, now that I think back on what I said, I'm I can so see. petty. I do shit like that all the time. Like, if ever walks past something, it's like, don't worry, RJ, I'll do that. <laughs> but he literally meant it to Bella, unless he meant it to me, and he's just covering it up really well because hmm. I believed him. No. <laughs> No, no, I genuinely think because he honestly was like, oh, I see how it came across that oh, way. That's so funny. Anyways, why did I? I don't remember how that happened. Anyways, um, because you told me to shut up that you were tired of hearing. Oh yeah, me. yeah, that's not what I meant. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I was picking up Benji, and now I have cat hair in all my face holes. <laughs> it's in my eye. In my all right, nose. I'll read it. Okay, I'll read it. She's can, making excuses, boys no, and girls. Jerry stimulator. Okay, she's reading it. <laughs> hey, ladies, I'm sitting in this long ass, long ass drive-through line listening to a pod. 
the, to the pod where you all talk about Jerry's trial stimulator. I ran out of episodes to listen to, so I've been replaying a few. Anyway, my boyfriend had a really bad incident while he was in high school. He tells everyone he hurt his back playing lacrosse, but he really didn't hurt. He, he really did hurt it having sex. <gasps> he crushed a disc in his back and caused it to die. They went ahead and replaced the disc with a metal one, not a cadaver, and that didn't even that didn't seem to help. Three years later, he found out that a, getting a simulator was an option, and since he was in extreme amount of pain. Because of the extreme amount of pain he was in all the time, he went for it. They went ahead, did a trial with the easy one that's less invasive to see how it goes, and it did good. That one was more meant for older people who don't physically exert themselves as much or even twist or move around as much because it can cause the leads to move, which is no bueno. I agree wholeheartedly. That's the one I had. Well, I think all oh, trials really? are just the leads. Uh, a lot of people get the leads, like in the group, and like I've been doing a lot of verse the paddle. See, the paddle gets actually sewn into your muscles, like uh, they remove a piece of your uh-huh. vertebrae, and then they put this paddle and it gets stitched into your muscles. That's what you're doing in the real one. That's the one I'm doing in the real one because okay. I am young. Because I am, you well, need to according move. to them, I am young. I'm active. You are, you young. know, because a lot of people. You'll be surprised how many people have to have revision surgeries because they just get the leads oh, put up, and, and the leads are just the wire. Uh, so if you move, like put your hands in the air, uh-huh. it causes those leads to migrate. Like but, literally, that you have to just sit long enough for the scar tissue to hold those leads into place. But if you move early, those leads can go right back down. Oh, but so, it's an easier surgery. That's why people do it. It's a much easier surgery than the paddle. You're like, I'm going to go out anyway. Like, do it right the first time. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think I had much of a choice. Both but, m- both my surgeons are like, you need the... No, you're going to want to move around a lot, too. Yeah. So, and yeah. the paddle also has, like, I think the leads... I just saw... Did you see the x-ray in the thing? I sent it in the group. There's I an, saw an x-ray. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't tell what it so was. Th- there was the two wires, and on each wire has like eight little metal things. Okay. Pro- probes? I don't know what the uh-huh. hell they're actually called. But those eight metal things send out the electric signals, right? So on the paddle, I might have like 32. So I'm going, you know, Holy it's shit. much more. It, you have much more. It's it's a lot more difficult to program yeah you know like my my rep said that it's not going to be like a one two three four five control like my last one this one's going to be like i have maybe 32 or 64 different programmable features that'll be like okay you're going to be able to to change it well yeah (gasps) i thought that was just because it was outside so you can like mess with it and see what they want to put in your body and then that's it this one is like changeable too yeah (gasps) Wow. And I might just have to get a new telephone because my phone is a piece of crapola. And a- and you need tiny calendar to work properly and you need a new phone. Right. But also because, um, like, the simulator it comes with an iPod and that's how you control it. Like, you could change the settings or, like, up yeah. it on days that you're going to be doing more or less. You can adjust it on there. Wow. But apparently, anything like, iPhone 11 or higher, newer... You don't need to carry that separate iPod. Like, they have the program uh, on the iPhone. So then you need it. So that might be just an excuse instead of having to carry around an iPod and an yeah. iPhone. Like, it might be worth yeah. it. Yeah. And there's no... Anyway. There's, yeah. And there's... <laughs> that's kind of mean, but, like, it is. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. <laughs> I always make fun of her phone. She still has a home button, you guys. 
<laughs> There's like newer ones than the 11 too. So I'm sure the 11 is a lot more affordable now. Like we're past Where 12. are you guys? I think we're on 12. Oh, okay. I have the 11. Oh. Yeah. I love my phone. Okay. The 11 Pro Max or some shit like that. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, it's like the bigger screen. Yeah, mine's But little. I'm sure it's like the price has gone down because of... And you it's, don't need a lot of storage either. Like I got like the most storage and like because I work on it. But you don't need anything fancy. I remember when I first got this because from I went from a 5. <laughs> I went from a 5 to... What is it? I think this is an 8. I went from a 5 to an 8 and I thought this thing was huge. And now I look at their phones and I'm like, oh my God, it's tiny. Yeah. Compared to theirs. Yeah, yeah, your phone is small. You would have a much easier time on a bigger screen. I, I, when I pick up your phone, I'm like, what the hell? It seems so tiny to me. Like, when you go to type, your like, thumbs are right next to each other. Well, it's because I have sausage fingers. <laughs> no, me, no, me. Oh. Like, when I try to use your phone, I'm like, what the hell? All right, let me finish reading this thing. Sorry. Oh, shit. Sorry. I forgot we were in the middle of it. <laughs> Okay, so after the trial, they went ahead and implanted the one that was designed to be set for more mobility along with the battery, and he's been doing amazing. He has different programs he can chain via his remote that makes him sound like a robot for his back and legs, uh, for his back, which helps. If there's ever um, if there's ever a time the program isn't working well or it needs to switch it up, he calls a doctor and goes to get a new program set up. Wow. The main reason I'm writing this is to tell you how wonderful this thing is, and oh. I'm so incredibly excited for you to feel better. Oh. This helps so much, and I'm ecstatic to see how you feel after. Don't oh. let the fear of the recovery from the surgery get to you. This will, this will get you back to where you want to be, pre-lifting that damn box that fucked everything up for you. <laughs> I didn't proofread this, so I apologize. I have a migraine, but needed to say this while I was thinking of it. Love you, lady, so much. Thanks for being my ear candy. Ah! Here's a little pick because I know you love them. Ear candy. Wear your ear candy. Oh, my God. You're look at how happy adorable. he is with his stimulator. He's so happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are fucking Dude. adorable. He's tall. Yeah. Wait. I mean, I guess it's a common thing, but, like, what are the odds that somebody listening had, like, the exact same thing happen to somebody they know? That's mm-hmm. so crazy. That's so crazy. So if you guys have any, like, positive experiences, send yeah. them over. I, I Listen, mm-hmm. like she said, I'm excited. You know what the outcome's going to be. I'm excited to be pre-lifting that box. Yes. That's where I want to be in life. Yeah. I will be ecstatic if I can get there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. I know originally I was like, oh, I think I want to try to go back to the gym and I want to run Spartan races again. No, I don't want to do any of that. But to be able to just function, to be able to go for a walk without a cane, to be able to go shopping without bringing somebody because I can't bend down to lift that up. There's certain things that I'm just so excited to do. Yeah. Just move more. Life. Live life. Be able to move more freely. You know? Like we went to the Montauk Lighthouse and Aaliyah was behind me, literally pushing me up that walkway. I mean, it was very steep. I could have used a push too. Yeah. And (laughs) either that or I walk sideways. You know, walking sideways, it's so weird. Like walking sidestepping. My doctor told me originally after my first surgery, because I told him I can't get up my driveway, it kills me. And he said, act like you're climbing stairs. Or walk sideways, and it really, it's weird. It or backwards. Oh. And it does, it works. Because you're using different maybe, muscles. Maybe you might like the Stairmaster once you're done recovering. Done. Yeah, that yeah. might be your thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I can feel my foot, I'll get right back on my treadmill. That too. I can't, I can't go on my treadmill 
because it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're walking and you, you can stop whenever you want. My treadmill doesn't spot, stop. So I'd be like one of those. Well, you pull out the emergency thing. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I don't think it stops quick enough. <laughs> I'll be like yeah. falling down, going through the wall. Oh, like God. Those, those things. Um, listen, beautiful, I thank you so much for your story. I'm glad your man is doing well. I thank you for your prayers uh, and your Aww. good wishes and... You guys will be updated. Mm. You will be along with me for this journey, too. Yeah, so around those dates will be a little pre-recorded so that Jerry can, uh, yeah, like, club wah. And then when she's done, we'll be back. I'll be like, woohoo, I'm back, oh, bitches! I'm back, bitches! I'm so excited. Oh, my God. So I'm scared, fun. though. But, yes, so hearing his story and how great it is. Oh. I just thought it was funny because the day I found out two days ago. Uh-huh. Uh, that I was getting a surgery. Like, yeah. literally, they called me two the days date, ago, yeah. and this email came in two days ago. So it's, oh, like, shit. almost like you knew. Like, the juju was, like, good. Like, it was, like, good It was timing. a day we flooded, too. Yeah. And you know what? Well, do you, or did you say the date already? Do you feel comfortable? August 3rd. Oh, okay. Um, also, three is, like, the best number ever. So I think that's a sign that it's on the third. Just eight, saying. Three. Just saying. 8-3. I know. I'm like, is that significant? Eight three. It will be now. It will It'll be, be the now. day I get my life back. Forty three and eighty three. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, no, three is a bomb number. So when you said August third, I was like, perfect. Yes, I'm like, perfect. I, yeah. Woohoo, guys! Oh my god, <laughs> so exciting. Also, before we get into emails, we're going to do some advice today. Circling back, um, so I did that little meetup with um, a few of you guys and. One of the girls was just the sweetest ever, and she was, like, the biggest fan of the podcast. So, Emily, if you're listening, I love you. We love you so much, and you're just the sweetest ever. We love you. She was like, yes, Augabill, yes, Jerry. Emily. She was just, like, some number one podcast fan. Emily, um, I love you. And the other two girls I went with was Jen and um, Eileen, and they were just the sweetest ever. So, love you guys so much, if you're listening. We love you guys. Okay. Okay. Okay, ready for our professional advice? Yes, because we're professionals. So professional. Okay. Friendship advice, please. Help. Okay. Hello, ladies. I just want to start off um, by saying I love listening to you ladies because you brighten up my day and make me laugh so much. (sighs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, I'm in need need of some advice now. I'm a senior in high school, and I'm going to be graduating in a couple days. One of my best friends, a couple well, months ago. This is this is old, sorry. <laughs> one of my best friends. It's hard to get through, to look through. We get so many emails, so to, like, save them all is, and organize them, it's hard. Um, uh, one of my best friends of 10 years recently started hanging out with my old friend group. Just to let you know, these girls are so hateful and rude. All they do is talk is like to talk about other people and bring people down, and they also all talk about each other. Well, I decided to stop hanging out with these girls for this reason. Once my friend started hanging out with these girls, she started to be so rude to me and embarrass me in front of other people. On prom night, I have came to find out she blocked me and removed me off of everything, and I don't know why. To top it off, we have a class together, and our families are so close to each other. She doesn't talk to me anymore when we see each other. I never did anything to her. All of my friends and my boyfriend tell me to just leave it alone because she isn't a good friend. But it makes me so sad to lose her like this. And my question is, do I confront her and ask her why she did what she did? Or do I leave it alone? I'm sorry for making this so long and I love you guys so much. Thank you, my loves. Picture of me and my besties at prom. I hate people. Okay, here's my opinion. Not, I mean, this is... 
a little bit ago, but um, I would let her go. Yeah. Because um, chances are she'll see what they are and either choose to stay and be like that or be like, eh, I don't want that negativity in my life and then come back to you. Mm. And just like you needed time to learn who your friend group was, what kind of people they were, and then you left them. If she decides to leave them and come back to you, I would accept it because it's like she needed her own time to figure out what they were, you it's know? Her best friend of 10 years, though, to just ghost her? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, if you're hanging around She's with influenced people, by the yes. other people, but, like, that bad, then in my opinion, then she's not worth a second chance. If she can be that easily influenced, your friend of 10 years, then it's like, what the fuck, you just ghosted me for no reason because of somebody else's opinion of me? Um, my opinion, that's yucky. I think it's yucky, but just like she went through and it took her time. Mm-hmm. How about you update us? Because I'm sure you figured this out right. already. Can right. you tell us what happened and let us know? Their feelings I are think, close. Yeah, but I think everything is worth, I mean, we all know as you go through school, as you grow, you change, right? So maybe she was, maybe her friend was just trying to feel out who she is and where she needs to be and, and wanted to explore. Not at, it shouldn't have been at her expense and she shouldn't have hurt her best friend, but I don't know. I don't, I'm, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard for I would have a different reaction if it was like, oh, my friend for like two, a year, two years. But it's like, this is your, you're in, a senior in high school. So that means you've been friends since you were really young. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, like eight? Yeah. That's like a childhood best friend. Your families are close. And just to like make friends with somebody else and then just stop talking to you, even in your classes that you have together, like to me, that's like a really shitty friend. To, and like, no explanation. She doesn't know why. Like, just stopped talking to her. Like, at least tell me why, you know? So you think, if she hasn't, you think she should reach out to her and, her, her and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, and like, not in a sense of like... What you'll, the fuck? <laughs> well, well, I was just going to say, like, not in the sense of like, you need closure, but I think it would be good to have a last conversation with her. Mm. I don't think, like, don't go into it being like, okay, like, this is going to make me feel so much better. Like, I think you're still going to feel a little bit broken from it. Mm -hmm. But I think a conversation can at least make you feel like, like, whatever her response is, you know what I mean? Like, reaching out and being like, what's going on? However you want to word it. If she's like, well, I just don't like you anymore. Or if she's like, you know what? I'm so sorry. Da-da-da-da. Like, based on what her response is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. will tell you, like, the kind of person she is. Right. And that's, I think, what I was trying to say. I just yeah. don't speak as eloquently as you. Stop. But, like, if, if for example, like Alyssa just said, if she comes back and was like, you know, I love you, I'm sorry, like, I just wanted to kind of, I would take that. I mean, 10 years is a long friendship yeah. to just throw in the garbage for no reason, even though yeah. it seems like that friend did it to her. Yeah. Um, but maybe she just needed to branch out and feel her, yeah. you know. Versus and, if she's just like, well, we just don't talk anymore. Yeah. Then that's just like, then that's like no mm. effort. She doesn't care anymore. Then you're better so off then without you're, her. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So I would go, I would say something yeah. and then go off of what she says. I agree. Cool. Well, update us because that was a little while ago. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Friendship advice. Am I on the right one? Because I don't know what happens. Sometimes I click yeah. the wrong one. Okay. Hey guys, love the podcast. I listen all day, every day at work. Woo! I'm from Scotland, but won't say my name. I'd love some advice on a situation I'm in. I was friends with a girl in high school. 
let's call it Jess. But we just drifted apart and didn't have any social media at the time, so we never kept in contact. Skip to seven seven or eight years later, January of 2020, Jess reaches out to me and we meet up a few times pre-COVID and carry on through the pan- pandemic, speaking daily and meeting when we can, Aww. where and when we can. Um, it felt great having a friend again, as I really haven't had any since leaving college because of being busy with work and not having any confidence. Um, well, here's the problem. Jess worked with an ice hockey team before COVID struck and was close to one of the players, but he had a girlfriend. I thought they were just mm. friends to begin with, and I only ever said, and I only ever said, be careful. Uh, she wasn't careful, and they ended up talking like they're in a relationship and him promising to finish things with his girlfriend. The girlfriend found out about them and confronted Jess at a hockey game. But Jess said she didn't know he had a girlfriend. (gasps) Uh, Lies. She knew before she even started talking to him. Mm. They didn't make any difference to Jess. This didn't make any difference to Jess, and she just carried along talking to him. She got a hickey from him. He sent her dick pics. He invited her to stay at his house when his parents weren't home. She tells me she didn't go. But who knows? She carried on taking all taking in all the bullshit he told her about breaking up with his girlfriend. She always asked for advice on what to do, and I always said cut him off and just find someone single. She uh, always agreed, and she knew it was wrong. Anyway, July or August 2020, she texts me out of the blue saying she values our friendship and feels like I was judging her and trying to force her to stop talking to him. This isn't true at all. I just reminded her that she deserves better, and so does his girlfriend. Well, I just explained that I can't support cheating, but if she wants to carry on being friends, then just don't talk about him or the situation. But I never really heard anything from her until now. About a month ago, she popped up again and asked to meet up. So we did, and we were kind of okay. She stopped talking to him, but now is speaking to her neighbor. For context, she's just 22, and he's 36, with two kids and a couple fresh mu- a couple of months fresh out of a marriage. More context. She was a virgin, and apart from the hockey player, this is her first situation. Jess tells me they drink together at each other's neighbor's house, and they sleep together. He's bought her breakfast a few times. She's met his kids twice. Wow. But, he says he, but he says he only wants a fuck buddy. Oh. Well, Jess isn't happy with this and has even spoken about having kids with him. She thinks um, if she was just a fuck buddy that he wouldn't do nice things for her um, or spoon after sex and spend the night together. Jess still asks for my opinion on on what I would do in her situation, and I just change the subject or give her a simple answer, but she won't take the hint that I don't want the same thing to happen again. I just like to know your opinion in this. Uh, I'm a people pleaser and a giver. I don't get anything out of this friendship. Not that I need anything, but I can get to be more stressed. Uh, I get to be more stressed than it's worth. Help, mm. guys, please. Uh, help, please. Love you guys. Sounds Damn, so- like you're stressed. <laughs> Definitely sounds like, um, first of all, it seems like Jess needs to find herself and figure out what she wants. I think you don't need Jess. Mm. I think she's kind of, um, she needs you when she wants you kind of thing. And then I think it backfires when it doesn't work for her. I think she's kind of mean to you about it. And I just don't think, I mean, what, what do you need out of that? 
Like mm-hmm. like you said, you don't get anything from it. You're not getting joy. You get stress. Yeah. Why, why have a friend that does nothing but cause you stress? Mm-hmm. I'd rather be friendless than have one friend that causes me bullshit. Right. You know? Like... She's 22, he's 36 with two kids. I'm not saying that can't happen because, I mean, hello, look yeah, at me I mean, talking. In I that mean, situation, he's out of a marriage. Like, yeah. he's single. So, like, let them do what they want. It's not like like the other things. Like, she's not, like, blatantly cheating and she knows he's married. But your friend is stupid. He blatantly said to her, I just want to fuck buddy. Yeah. And she's like, no, he really wants more because he spoons with me after sex. Mm-hmm. Really? He made me breakfast. That means he wants to marry me and have my kids. <laughs> like that, you know what I'm saying? Like she's she's mm. I don't know. Delusional a little bit? Maybe. Mm. She's looking she's there's something missing in her that she looks for. Like I, I feel like I don't know. Yeah, but like I feel like people who go do things like find a mistress or far- find a married person or find somebody mm-hmm. that's out of the league, I feel like they do it as a game. Like, it's like a game. Mm-hmm. Like, let me try to get that married person or that person that's in a relationship or that much mm-hmm. older person because of a fear of commitment of sorts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's But like, she actually wants to commit Yeah, but no, I don't know. I don't know. But that's not even what you're I mean, asking that's not about. even... Yeah, that's... Honestly, like, I wouldn't worry about that. Like, let her do her thing with this guy. Like, they're... Like, the other situation was hard to watch, but this one is, like, you got to let two single people do what they want to do. If she has attachment issues and he is clearly saying he doesn't want to do that, then that's on her. Like, you know, you can only say so much. Like, if she asks your opinion, be like, listen, I think that he's only wants a fuck buddy, but you do you, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But it does sound like the way that you even wrote this is that you just don't really care for her you as a friend for, yeah which and is fine you, and not yeah. everybody's for everybody but i would just wouldn't ghost her i would let her know be like listen i just don't think that this friendship is like for me mm-hmm. which will hurt but it needs to be said agreed cut that shit off if you want to or maybe she'll wake up and go oh damn what am i doing mm-hmm. i need to be a better friend if i'm gonna be a friend mm-hmm. you know yeah Wedding family dra- dilemma. Help. What's popping, ladies? Oh, this is kind of urgent. So hopefully you read it in time. Uh, here's what I need help with. My boyfriend and I just got engaged, and we have stumbled upon a dilemma. So he's from Venezuela, and the only immediate family members that he has here in the U.S. is his twin brother. He also has three cousins and their spouses and his aunt and uncle here with us. He has two sisters that live in Chile, and um, his parents live in Venezuela. I grew up my whole life here in the U.S., so I have my whole family here, which I'm so incredibly lucky for that. So now that you have that part of the story, here's the problem. My sister, she's only my sister, um, apart from her. She's my only sister. Apart from her, I have two brothers. She's leaving for Canada in a year and a half on August 25th of this year, and she has made me promise not to get married while she's gone so me and my boyfriend agreed to get married by law on june 6th of this year and when she comes back have the huge wedding but now my boyfriend has just told me that his sisters in chile are planning to come visit in december so now he would want to get married in december when his sisters would be able to come but then my sister wouldn't be able to be with me because she'd be in canada 
since we are thinking about having a big wedding later on anyways, I asked him if his sisters would all be able to come back in a couple years when my sister is back too, and then we can all be at the wedding. But he says it's not fair that I get to have my whole family, and he would only have his brother and his cousins on the day that he actually gets married. I completely understand where he's coming from, and I would love for his sisters to be there when my when we seal the deal, but I also can't imagine marrying the man of my dreams without my sister right beside me. What do I do? Should I just marry him in December so his sisters could be there and not my sister and then when and then just have my sister at the big wedding or should I stand up for my sister and the promise that I made to her even if it means that he won't have his sisters with him. I'm torn. I love him with all my heart and all I want is to say I do and for everyone to be happy. I need desperate help. Thank you guys in in advance for any advice that you have for me. Okay, love you. Bye. And then she also put I also forgot to mention my sister is part of the Church of Jesus Christ. She's a Mormon, so her leaving to Canada is actually for a religious mission, so that's why she won't be able to come home at all during the whole year and a half that she will be over there. That was okay. going to be my thing. Okay. <laughs> why can't she just fly back and come? So here, here's my thing. June 8th obviously passed, <laughs> so it's very possible that you married already. Um, here... If it hasn't played out this way, um, I would have just, because your sister's leaving August 25th, I think, right? I would have a ceremony, get married with your sister here, and then when his sisters come in December, repeat it. Mm -hmm. You can have a ceremony twice. Yeah. You can just have somebody, you can have your witness, his family witness, and then your family witness. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you're getting married in church. I don't know if it's going to be like a religious ceremony or you're having just like a pastor marry you. Ever and mm-hmm. I got married in a, a gazebo in a mm-hmm. park. And that's all you need. That's all you need, right? <laughs> so yeah. if, the, if the whole important part is to watch you do the I do's, then do the I do's twice. Yeah. You know, like have it. You know, I mean, once you're legally married, you're legally married, but there's no reason why you can't have a ceremony. Have a pastor just perform a ceremony for you. This way, both sides of the family. That's a pretty, that's a pickle because you do want to please everybody. You want everybody there. Just as much as you want your sister, that's how much he wants his sisters. You got to go in both the shoes. Right. So I would do that. I mean, if she can't come back, which now we understand why, um, and obviously coming all the way from Chile to here is, it's a big deal yeah you know so i i would do it that way yeah give us an update we want to know what happened yeah yeah did it already happen did you do it did you go through with it oh that stinks okay hello gorgeous talented ladies i've written in a few times about a few different things and you always give the best advice so here i am once again once again reaching out for advice My heart hurts writing this email because I know what needs to be done, but my brain does not want to do it. Oh, so you just need to hear it from us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm currently 17 weeks pregnant with my second baby. I also have a healthy 10-month-old son. Same dad for both, but when I was pregnant with our son, he did not treat me well. He went behind my back and emotionally cheated on me. Basically invested himself in another girl on Facebook. I tried to give him a chance, and he showed, but he showed no care, so I left. We were apart for seven months, got back together right before our son was born. Fast forward, he hasn't done any cheating since then. 
that I'm aware of. However, I know I'm not beating, being treated the way I deserve. He continuous, continuously lies about the stupidest thing, and it really just gets me. He's only ever done one sweet thing for me in our entire relationship. He made breakfast for me in bed. He never says sweet things. I always have to remind him to give me love, like kisses and hugs and cuddles, and even sex he never starts. I always do. I'm falling so out of love because of the way he treats me. I keep telling myself I deserve better, but the problem is is I can't fathom not seeing my babies half the time. They say not to stay for the kids. Well, for me... um, I'm staying for myself because I would miss them so much and couldn't do it. He's not physically abusive, but definitely mentally, and I wish he could change. He said he'd go to therapy but with me, but that hasn't happened yet, so I don't know. I Do I wait it out and hope that things get better, or do I leave up, leave and end up regretting it someday? So sorry for the long email. Love you both so much. Have an amazing day. I have to correct you on one thing. (laughs) She says, do I wait it out and hope it gets better or do I leave and end up regretting it someday? What makes you think that if you leave, you're going to regret it? Mm. It might be the absolute best decision that you ever make in your entire life. Also, just waiting it out is not going to change anything. Yeah. I mean, that's not an option. If he hasn't put the effort... It's not going to just randomly, he's going to wake up one day and be a different person. He's Like, not. everybody, like, if they're in a shitty relationship, you're like, oh, maybe one day, like, they'll just change. And it's like, that's just not how humans work. They're not going to just be whoever you want them to be randomly one day. And and she knows this. She, you know yeah. it all. Um, the continuous lies over the littlest things. If people can lie over the littlest things. Dude, I can't. That's the worst <laughs> for me. I, I mean, it. Why lie about silly little things, you know, that only makes me think it's only that much worse than what you know? Because Mm -hmm. why lie about silly things? Dude, my brain works in such a weird way. Like, something so silly, even if, like, yeah, this morning I I had eggs. Like, if I said that, but I actually had eggs and toast. Like, my brain will be like, no, like, correct yourself or else, like, something bad's going to happen. I think that's, like, a form of, like, OCD or something along those lines of, like, I don't know, we've talked about this before, where, like, if I put my socks on, my brain's, like, switch your socks, and I have to switch my socks. Like, little things like that happen to me. Um, so I'll literally be like, sorry, I know we talked about this, like, five minutes ago, but, like, this morning I had eggs I, and I toast. I had eggs and toast. No, yeah. but I yeah. literally will do that, because, like, I it needs to be said, even just now, because I, I have my list here, and I usually make a little list if we have, like, certain things to talk about in the beginning of the, the podcast episode, so I don't forget. I have here that I wanted to give that girl, Emily, a shout-out. And I'm thinking, I'm like... Okay, I could just like skip it because we were already talking about how I went out on that thing. Then we talked about your surgery, so it would be like out of the ordinary. Like it would, it wouldn't like make sense. Mm-hmm. But I had to say it mm-hmm. because I had to check it off on my thing. Gotcha. I think that's like a slight form of OCD. But like, what, how did I get here? <laughs> because of the little I can't, lies. I can't. Li- yeah. Right. Yeah. So you never. But yeah, I mean, all the little lies are huge flags, in my opinion. The fact, I mean, think about just re re read to yourself that last rhyme that you wrote. It's like either like wait and hope it gets better, or leave and regret it. Leaving it, leaving doesn't necessarily going to mean you're going to regret it. You'll be so much happier. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Um, Sounds like you might end up with the kids most of the time anyway. 
That's what I was just about to say. Really? I, mean, I, I was going to say, you know, like, I I know when I was going through it, I'm like, I don't want to not have my kids all the time and stuff like that. And honestly, I did wind up with them most of the time. Yeah. And when they did go with their dad, it was time for me. And it's healthy to have time exactly. for Exactly. And you're going to be single. You're going to need, like, some you time. You've been stuck with somebody that you're falling out of love oh with. God, and you're and stuck with kids. Even- like you, the you, nicest you need, thing he's yeah. done your whole entire relationship is make you bed and breakfast once. Yeah, I mean that's that's very sad. Yeah, no. And you and your children deserve to see better. Yeah, you know I don't. Um, you said little boy, right? Uh, yeah. So you have a little boy, and she's right? Pregnant? Wouldn't wouldn't you want? But wouldn't you want your boy raised better? Yeah, you know. So I think no brainer. I think you know this. I think you just need to leave that relationship, mm-hmm. and you know what? Work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Learn to yeah. Ha- spend Learn time who you alone. Are. Yeah, yeah. Who spend you are time alone them. when he when the kids are with their dad. Yeah, and he, I think too. Once you have like, say, if you see them, if he gets the kids every other weekend or something like that, right? Yeah, every other weekend like is nothing in the grand scheme of things. It's not, and. You'll start to enjoy it, I bet. You will. and A break. Because you, right now you have no break because he doesn't help. And the other thing is you'll you'll cherish the time you do have with yeah. them. Yeah. You know, you're going to enjoy the time a little more where if you're with them 24-7, every day, all day. It's like, oh, it's my, like, oh my God, God I need kids. a break yeah. kind of thing. So allowing him to be part of their life and and you ha- to have that bit of you time, it's so mm-hmm. important. So I honestly think you'll have no regrets yeah. long term, mm-hmm. no regrets. And I think you'll allow yourself opportunities. And to, one day you'll find somebody that's way more of a father. But you won't if you're holding on to something that you're hoping exactly. one day will change. Yeah, no, right? yeah, girl, like, you're not going to just wake up and he's going to be a different person and be lovey-dovey and amazing. Like, it's just who he is. You have to accept it and just move on. Yeah, but you know that. Update yeah. us because I'm sure it's already happened. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Damn, that sucks. The oh, hard, listen, the hard part, in, in my opinion, the hard part is that she's pregnant. Yeah. Going through like a birth and like raising a newborn like without your partner is like very shitty, but also he's not really a partner. So, what the next one is for me? Oh, wow. Is it my turn to read? It is. Can you have seven months of karma? Karma. Karma is a big thing. Well, I think Alyssa and I both feel very strongly about karma, about like. <laughs> Even the dumbest shit, man, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, my brain will literally be like, no, 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 like, something really bad is going to happen. Like, you need to fix this. You need to change that. Like, even if it's so random. I agree. It's so annoying. It's like, sometimes you just need to lie a little bit. But then the karma comes again. The only one time I lied. Well, I've lied a lot. Obviously, I'm fucking human. But, like, one time that I regretted it, which I told Zane a few years later, um, we were at a diner with him and his dad, and he was showing him, like, what he got me for my birthday or something on his phone. I've told you this story. And it was, like, a Coach or a Louis Vuitton. No, definitely not a Louis Vuitton. It was, like, a Coach pocketbook? Michael Kors, I think. Michael Kors, thank you. It was, like, when, when all the girls had them in, in high school, like, a Michael Kors pocketbook. Remember, that was, like, his proudest moment. Oh, he, my he God. So his, so like, proud. screen, like, he put his, like, brightness all the way down. And Zane and I do, like, promises. So, like, when we say I promise... It's like an I swear for most you people. Co- like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, we have to. And so, like, the only time I will lie on my promise is if I'm, like, trying to surprise him and if I, like, can't let it out. 
then I'll like lie on my promise mm-hmm. if I have to, have to. So I felt so bad. And then you have so your fingers bad. crushed behind your back. You're like, please don't give me the coffee. You want to see this is for a good reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be for a very good reason that I would lie on the promise. Um, so, yeah, anyways, he just points his phone to his dad and the brightness was all the way down, but I fucking saw it. And he was like, oh, did you just see that? Because, like, I guess he, like, put it towards me on accident. I don't remember. It was so fucking many years ago. And I was like, no, I promise. <laughs> And years later, it came out. I'm like, I gotta tell you something. (laughs) As long as it's finally admitted, right? (laughs) And that, see, that is something so silly from when we were literally like first started dating in high school, and I will never forget it. Ever. My God, I lied on my promise. I will never forget it. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? I guess it's a good trait. You're a good person. Yep. Yeah. It's a good thing. Like I said, unless I really, really have to lie on my promise, I will. But okay. can you? Do you think you can have seven months of karma? Let's see. Okay, okay. let's get into it. It's going to be a long one. Oh, you think she did something fucked up and it's like been having a shitty time? <sighs> yeah. I am 21 from Ontario, Canada. Past seven months have been nothing but bad news. And this is how it all started. In September, my dad suddenly passed away from a heart attack at home. My mom came home from work and found him. Oh. Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. Then in October, okay, wait, when was that? In September. Okay, so a month later, she, my mom tells me she needs to get a biopsy done, but I try not to worry and think positive because it could be nothing. Well, that one, uh, that was a couple days before Christmas, and she gets the results and found out that she had thyroid cancer. Then 2021 comes. Okay, so maybe everything will be okay. Nope. The animal shelter picks up my dog off his own property, then claims that it was running down the road and they saw him. Sorry, but that's bullshit. He's a 10-year-old St. Bernard and has never left his property before. So I live an hour away from my mom and she's at work and we are trying to get a hold of her and couldn't. So then I call the animal shelter and they're rude and said he has been there for days and when he hasn't, when he hasn't, and said I need proof of ownership, And tags. Well, I start to cry thinking we're not going to get him back because we had a fire the year before that in 2019 and we lost everything. But we eventually got him back after my mom went there. So now to this present day, we are waiting on when my mom gets surgery for her tumor to be removed and uh, she has had many in her thyroid. On top of all of this, my mom came to visit me last week to tell me that my healthy five-year-old Chow Chow just passed away. My mom was the one to find her. Oh my god. But she she was my dad's favorite and they went everywhere together. So I'm assuming it's a stress of losing him. I don't know anymore. There's so much uh, more. A month before that I feel like my mom had called me every other week telling me that one of my family members was in the hospital or they got cancer or their condition has just gotten worse. I'm sorry this is all over the place, but I really need advice. Do I have seven months of bad karma? What is going on? I really can't take much more. I feel so lost and broken. I'm scared for my mom because I know I don't know how much more she can take. I don't know how much more I can take. Here's some pictures of my pups below and a a picture of my pet rooster named Randy. (laughs) I thought you guys would like him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, look at that dog. Wait, okay. Um, I'm so sorry for everything you've gone through. Jesus Christ. Um, what, is seven months of karma a thing? Like, is that like a saying or something? Oh, I don't know. Well, oh. I guess it's seven months that she's been dealing with shit. Uh, 
I but what did you? But did you think she did something wrong? Do you, do, do you think you? I think no. sometimes I think life just has roller coasters, and I think you're like in a bumps. Dead right now. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you're just in a dip, and like time, I, time heals. I guess. Yeah, I'm really sorry for everything that you are going through. I don't think that karma is such that it takes ones you lose and I mean no. like it's not gonna take your father and your dog and yeah, yeah like, I think that's just life. Just, I think it's just a shitty bumpy road that you're on right now. Yeah. And you got I dealt think, some shitty cards. Yeah, I think I think you should definitely try with everything that is happening. I know this is really hard and don't get mad at me for saying it, but I think you have to try to have a more positive mindset because mm. it's very easy to get up caught up in that. Trust me, because I do it all the time. The holy shit, like what else could go wrong? So you're kind of opening the opportunity for something else to go wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you change that to well, things are going to start going right now, like your mom's going to do great. Her surgery is going to go well, you know, and you got your dog back. So um, start looking at, Oh, I saw this thing the other day, but just, I I know people say, like, if you're grateful, like, if you show gratitude that you have less room for negative things to happen. Yeah. So I think just try to change that mindset and to look at all the bad that's happening to me and then look at, but start focusing on the good outcomes of things. Like, your mom's going to do great. I am very sorry about your father, but the relatives that you said were sick, are they getting better now? Mm -hmm. Like, start really focusing on the good in life, the good that you do have, your health, Mm -hmm. your here, your breathing, you know? Mm -hmm. And start that i think baby steps will make you you shift your mind mm-hmm. your mindset to positive to negative i just was talking to somebody who i haven't spoken to in a very long time the other day and i said that zane and Alyssa would be really good for him because zane and Alyssa have such positive mindsets for example i said like the house got flooded today and their their carpet is saturated and and I said but look at like I I know a billion percent I would have been crying I would my been mom sh- said the same I would have been crying yeah. I would have been stressing how the fuck am I gonna come up with the money to have this professionally clean like what am I gonna do oh my god wow 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 that is a typical Jerry response I'm admitting mm-hmm. it I'm owning it that would have been me mm-hmm. No, not Alyssa, not Zane. <laughs> they turn it into an opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it was Alyssa's idea, guys. <laughs> it definitely was Alyssa's idea. But she turned it into an opportunity. And just mm-hmm. having that difference in p- mindset, she turned this into like a renovation thing. She's happy. She's elated the way it came out. And it's like just that difference in mindset. Yeah. So you could have had Jerry who's crying and, you know, feeling bad. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, everything's going wrong. Or, or you have it like Alyssa who, wow, look at this. Oh, my God. Yeah, new change. Needed that refresher. Yeah. So I know, like, shit still happens. Like, it's still flooded. But her outlook on the flood is what I'm trying to tell you. And obviously, losing your father, your mother having thyroid doesn't cancer. Compare, but- it doesn't compare. But I'm just saying, like, have a mindset. Yeah. Uh, try to change your mindset to more positive, mm. And you'll see that there's a lot more good happening. It's hard to focus on the good when so many shitty things are happening. Yeah. But try switching your mindset to the positive. Mm-hmm. I think um, what really I try to stick by is that it happened. It's done. Yeah, like 
in like I don't mean this in a bad way at all, but like all of these horrible things that happened to you, you can't go back and change them. What happened happened. So you might as well try to see the light Find in the it. Find the best in it. Yeah, like, I mean this in the best way possible, but everything does happen for a reason. Not that I think that losing your loved ones or your mom getting sick is a good thing, but I think that life throws lessons at you for a reason. Like, maybe if this would have happened two years from now, you would have, I don't know, you're 21, maybe you would have been married and had a kid, and then it would have been even harder to see your dad go because he would have had a grandfather bond with your kid. Like, Mm -hmm. you never know, like, the way life plans out. Like, this, if this happened in the future, it could have been even worse, you know? Like, that sounds, it kind of is coming out the wrong way, but you get what I'm trying to say. I also have a little thing that I can go on. I have a girlfriend who has suffered from, I'm pretty sure... It's about seven miscarriages. Jeez. And she'd always say to me, like, Jerry, I guess I'm not cut out to be a mom. And I said, no, you have to say, like, you're just not cut out yet. Like, there's a reason why it's not happening. Do you know after her last miscarriage, she went through some testing, and she winds up having colon cancer. And I said to her, maybe that's why. Maybe mm-hmm. if your pregnancy would have stuck and they would have had to do chemo or they would have had to do a surgery, you know, mm-hmm. think of it that way. You like never know. all of this led to her finding out she had colon cancer. Mm-hmm. So it's like you never know that things definitely have a way of working themselves out mm-hmm. or or bringing up, a, you know, clearing up a... A why is this happening? Or and sometimes you never know. Like I still don't know why I lost my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I do know that I lost my mom, and after four years of trying to have a baby, I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I do think that's you know they take one they give one kind of situation. It brought you to the person who you are today. I still want her here, of course. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. But damn, I'm so sorry for you. I know. I saw this TikTok, and I I don't know if it's, like, super relevant, but I liked it. And it was, like, a positivity thing. So okay. maybe, maybe somebody listening this might help them of some sorts. Okay. Just a friendly reminder that no amount of worrying makes any impact on anything that's going to happen. And all of the energy that you spend worrying is available to you the moment you stop. So true. Some people in the comments are like, wow, so simple, thanks. But it's it's not like that. It's not like, so just stop worrying. Like, obviously, it's not that fucking simple. But sometimes hearing little things like that is like, that's how I try to look at things. And that mindset has kind of changed the way I think about things Mm -hmm. is like, no amount of stress or worrying will change the way things are going to go. Like, life is just going to go regardless. Right. Like, your action can change things, Mm -hmm. you know? But, like, stressing and worrying is going to make the same outcome. So I try to have that mindset of, like, it's what's done is done, and I can try to make the best of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I hope I hope this is, um, <clears throat> yeah, I hope just from now on it's just different. But definitely I would try to focus your uh, try to sway your mindset to go more positive mm-hmm. and focus on more positive things because there's definitely positive in your life you're only seeing the negative because the negative is easier to 
see. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you lost your father, you, mm-hmm. your dog ran away, you're, you're, you lost your other dog. So it's obvious that there's some major things that are like key focus to make you stay negative. But try switching it a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. Um, I also think that being in a relationship has affected it a lot for me, too, because Zane and I, I mean, I'm sure most couples do, you feed off of each other's energy. And so you don't want to be that person that's like, always you know like if if this floor thing happened and I was like being a bitch about it like that's just gonna make him be angry and then what it's just gonna be a back and forth bad day Mm -hmm. like for what it's already flooded you know so Mm -hmm. I think being in a relationship has helped me change that too in a way of like if I'm positive he'll see the more light and then it'll just be like a good back and forth energy Mm -hmm. so I think that having Zane is a big impact on it as well because I want to keep him positive. I don't want I don't want to drain him with my energy because even if we don't try to like Zane's mood affects my mood, my mood affects his. Like that's just normal couple right. stuff. So I try to keep a positive mindset as well because like even because we woke up I woke up at uh like 6:45 in the morning to go pee and that's when I saw that it flooded. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> Zane likes his sleep and he went to bed late, but we had to take care of it. And he was a little cranky when he woke up. He's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Of course, like a normal reaction. But I think that, I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but I feel like I had such a positive attitude about it at seven in the morning that he was kind of like, all right. It kind of switched. Yeah, yeah, kind. I feel like it kind of like switched that for a little bit. I mean, he was just very tired. And once he woke up after a few hours, he was a little more positive about it. Um, but I'd like to think that like him seeing like how I reacted to it kind of made him feel like, all right, this is fine. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you know? don't want to be the one in the room that brings it down. Yeah. Right? right? So you, you do. I mean, yes, you feed off of other people's energy, mm-hmm. right? So if you, if a shitty situation is happening and you have a positive attitude about that shitty situation mm-hmm. then it's going to make the entire room feel positive about that situation you shift the you know? energy yeah you definitely do so yeah i do think it's possible to shift the energy into you know also, and listen we all know i i i say it all the time all probably on every single podcast that I occasionally throw myself a pity party. Mm-hmm. And I do look at shit and go, well, how come I lost my mom? How come I lost my dad? How come I had this back surgery? How come I'm injured? How come this? How come that? If I focus on that, guess what? I feel like shit for the rest of the day. Yeah. You know, so it does help to, well, at least I'm not paralyzed. At least I can walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, I'm slower. But I do go through my little things. But I definitely know that just trying to fo- switch Switch Mm -hmm. it, you know? Yeah. I also think that your blanket statement of everything that you've gone through, I mean, you've been through a lot of fucking shit and, like, you don't deserve it. But at the end of the day, like, you're a strong bitch. You know what I mean? Like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like, you've went through so much and you're so strong because of all of it. Mm. Like, you've been through it all. So, like, you're fucking ready for anything that life throws at you. Not that you're ready, but you know what I mean? Like, you can get through anything at this point. That's exactly what I wanted to say to her also, Mm -hmm. is understand that I truly, I am a firm believer in you you can handle what's given you. Exactly. You know, even if it's shitty, you know, like, because there's things that people go through. I'm sure you didn't always have that mindset either. You've probably built that mindset. Oh, yeah. Because of what you've been through. Yeah, but there's things that, like, even in the group, somebody could post something and I'm like, oh my God, how are they okay? And it's like, they're strong enough in that sense to deal with that thing where I feel I could I could never, you mm-hmm. know? So I do believe that things that are put your put in your way are meant for you to grow and and it just creates who you are. Yeah. So it shapes you. Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah. take it as that. Take it in a positive light. Even mm-hmm. though it's all negative, change it to positive. I also think, too, like, even, like, people that, um, I don't know, like, get, make their wills, I guess. It's like they want you to not have a funeral. They want you to celebrate it. Like, even just that shift of mindset of, like, mm-hmm. celebrating somebody's life instead of mourning them. It's like they, uh, so many people now call it, like, a celebration of life yeah. rather than a funeral. I want that when I die. Mm-hmm. Instead of everybody moping around being sad, like, yeah. Have like, a party. Let's absolutely. Go, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. I think that, like, little things like that are, like, such a different shift. And, like, not as something as extreme as that, but something as simple as, like, the carpet is might as well make it a memory. Splash in the fucking water. Fucking rip up the carpet and throw it at each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, make it something positive. Like, oh, my God, remember when we were laughing and we were splashing in the puddles and shit like that? You right. know, like... Might as well make little things like that fun. When we were in Montauk and there was a storm when we were walking home, we could I have loved easy, it. we could have easily been like, "Fuck, it's raining." No, fucking splash in the puddles and walk I your ass home did. in the rain. And I had really squeaky shoes after that. <laughs> and, it, and like make make stupid shit that goes wrong a memory. Mm-hmm. I loved walking home in the rain. Yeah, it's beautiful. Aw, shift you your guys. mindset. <laughs> Love you guys. That was such a good little session. Hopefully we helped somebody. Yeah. And I hope I hope you're doing well today. No. I'm sorry for you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see one more. Okay. Um advice. Hey oh. Mama Jerry. Mama Jerry. <laughs> I love you. Hey, Mama Jerry and Alyssa. First off, I want to say I love you guys so much. I love the advice you guys give. Uh, Even listening to the advice you give others has helped me out so much as well. I listen to the podcast whenever I'm able to, and I watch all of Alyssa's YouTube videos. This is a bit long, so I just want to say sorry before we get into it. I was hoping I can get some advice on what to do for my daughter's first birthday coming up soon. I'm not sure how to even... I don't know how to go about even doing a birthday party for her, not only because of COVID, but because of family issues. I'm worried that there'll be some kind of argument or drama that'll ruin my my daughter's first birthday for her. So here's a little backstory why. My biological father and my stepdad can't get along. Mm. My biological dad is so upset because my stepdad raised me from day one. He was there for my mom throughout her pregnancy and was there until I was 14. I still talk to both dads. I just don't know how it'll go if they're both there and if they could even if they can't even be near each other. Then there's um then there's my older brother. He's he holds a group a huge he holds a grudge against my mom because my bio dad got custody of him in the divorce, so she wasn't around for him much. Because of him holding this grudge, he said if he came to my daughter's birthday, he would just avoid her at all costs. It really hurts me to think of having to do separate parties for her rather than have a family all together just because they are unable to put their differences aside. I'm worried no, nobody will come to celebrate her first birthday with us because I had her so young. I don't have many friends with kids either. Thank you for any advice you might be able to get uh, give. I've attached some pictures of my little family as well. Okay, love you, bye. She's adorable. Oh. Okay, well, I don't know if the birthday passed already or not. But even if we do read emails too late, it's still good to hear, like, somebody might be going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is tough. <laughs> 
because you want your daughter to have a cute little birthday, but you also don't want a fucking family fight. Like, that would be so annoying. <laughs> I just want to say this. I... It irks me when people can't put aside their differences for the sake of something like a celebration. Like, this is a celebration. So your brother should take his little grudge and shove it up his ass. Mm -hmm. Your dad and your stepdad should take their shit and shove it up their asses. Just play civil for the day. Exactly. It's not hard. I mean, the brother said, I'll go. I just probably won't talk to mom. But okay. It, okay, but don't do it with a puss on your face. Don't, like, make it, with, make it an awkward kind of, like... She comes in the room, so you storm off. You know, like hopefully he plays nice with it. Your two dads need to have you need to have a conversation with the both of them and say, "Listen, I, it's important for me that you guys both are there for my daughter's first birthday celebration." But if you can't act civil, I don't want either one of you there. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's about your daughter's first birthday. That's so key. Yeah, um, yeah and that's like sorry to cut you off. Go uh -huh. ahead. I was gonna say complete flip side. It is just her first birthday. She will have zero memory of it. Right. So right. if it went to shit, she's not going to remember that. She yeah. would only remember it if you told her, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, that's the only upside of it being a first birthday is that if it didn't work out so well that she mm -hmm. really, it's not like it's a, uh, a birthday where she'll really remember, you know? Mm -hmm. So photographs, pictures, that's how she's going to remember and hold these memories, you know? So um, hopefully hopefully it happens. Hopefully everything went well. If not, I would definitely, if it didn't come yet, I would definitely speak to the two dads. Mm -hmm. Don't ruin it for my daughter. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm sorry because you. I forgot you to, to be honest. I'm sitting <gasps> no, here trying to remember. I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, your your daughter deserves to have a first birthday. She deserves her life to be celebrated, and they need to put aside their stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, definitely. I was not even what I was going to say. Um, of course, you did. <laughs> I think that, like, not that he wanted it, but like. He, your biological dad is separated from your mom. And so, like, part of that divorce or separation comes with, like, a step parent. And so, like, he should, like, you know what I mean? Like, he kind of set himself up for this. Like, okay, I'm separating with my wife. That means one day she's going to have somebody else and my daughter's going to have a stepdad. Like, that's kind of part of life. Do you know what I mean? Like, he kind of set himself up for that. So, like, get along with him. Right. And you know what? You know what? It's like funny to me because if like you couldn't step up to the plate, if your marriage dissolved, whatever it is, but if somebody, if another stranger came in and loved your child and did right by your child, wouldn't you appreciate that? Like, yeah. why, why, why is there gotta be that like awkwardness, mm -hmm. you know? I think that like, I agree with you in a sense of like, okay, just, like, come to my daughter. Like, if you guys don't want to talk, sit at a different table. I don't care, but, like, you guys should be able to be in the same vicinity. I do agree with that to a certain extent. I feel like because I go through shit, too, is, like, if somebody literally, like, if they have gotten into really bad things or have PTSD or trauma or anxiety surrounding this person, then I don't think that they should be forced to be around them. Like, we don't know much because you only wrote a little email, but, like, if your brother has, like, trauma from your mom from their childhood or something along those lines, then I wouldn't force it. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, there, I, th I, I agree with you, but I also think there's two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of your dad and your stepdad, it sounds like your dad's just jealous that he didn't step up and be a father as much as your stepdad did. Mm -hmm. um, so in that case, I'd be like, you're two grown-ass men, get along. And that's that mind shift thing. Instead yeah. of being jealous, he should be appreciative that yeah. 
he was there for her. Yeah, that's his fault that he yeah, wasn't. Exactly. Um, in terms of your brother, I, I don't know if there's history there or something, but if he said he agrees to just go there and just like not speak to her, then I don't see anything wrong with that. If he doesn't want to, like that's on him. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they don't fight or bring any like tension to you, then I don't see anything wrong with that. You know? Yes. I think it's nice that he was even agreeing to go if he has like trauma with your mom, mm-hmm. that she wasn't there for him in his childhood. And then you could always take this as a stepping stone, as a learning thing and see how it goes. Because if it doesn't go well, then you know what? In the future, you can do split birthday parties. You could do mom's side. You could do the dad's side. You could have it broken up like that. Because if if your brother was raised by your biological dad and your biological dad has an issue with your stepdad and your brother has an issue with your Your mom, mom. then you might have to do it that way. And that's okay. I mean, I know my kids because they, I mean, everybody knows Leah had like six birthdays this year. (laughs) I know my kids. I mean, who wouldn't want to have two birthday parties? You know, right. so if your if your daughter has a birthday party with your your biological dad and your brother's side of the family, yeah, and then has normal. another one, yeah, that's normal in today's age. So I mean, yeah. it is her first birthday. I understand she wants one it to be bash. a big bash, yeah. but I mean, hopefully it goes over mm-hmm. smoothly. And if not, then you know for the future, two yeah, separate that makes parties, sense. double the gifts, double the celebrations, double the cake. Who, right. who, who doesn't love double cake? Right. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah I guess her. the difference in my situation is like, I know how it would go over. So for me, I'm like, just <laughs> don't even invited. bother. Yeah. <laughs> not invited. But I guess if you've never put them together in a situation like this, yeah. then you can try and see. Oh, I hope it worked out well or works out well. Oh. Can you let us know? I want updates on everybody. I know, seriously. I want updates on yeah. all these emails I want to know. Thank you guys for emailing in. It means so much to us. Um, if you want to send us an email, that's agamilpodcast at gmail.com. A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. You can also go ahead and follow us over on Instagram. Um, we post previews of the episodes and we make cute little graphics. And um, we also have a little email button on our page. So if you want to send an email, it makes it very easy. You just hit the button, type it, and hit send. Um, also, if you want to support us, it would mean a lot. You totally don't have to but there's a link in our description um it's 2.99 a month so three bucks a month and you get early episodes so um monday and thursday episodes come out on sundays and wednesdays and you get early access and it helps support the podcast and we appreciate it and with that being said send updates of your emails today we will talk to you all very very soon okay love you bye